Today is June 22nd, and you're listening to Born on This Day podcast. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Bill Antonio. Bill, I want to wish you, I don't know if happy is the right way to do it, but I'm going to wish it to you anyways. Happy Anti-Fascist Struggle Day in Croatia. Oh, wow. That's something that we should do joyfully. Yes, it's a national holiday and celebration in Croatia. It celebrate it's celebrated on June 22nd as it marks the beginning of the uprising of Croatian anti-fascist partisans against the German and Italian occupying forces that started with the forming of the first Sisak partisan detachment on June 22nd, 1941 near Sisak, Croatia. Oh, well, that's worth celebrating. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so, yes, celebrate and fight against fascism. At least that's what we believe on this podcast for sure. Yeah. People born on this day, I don't Bill. Know there's too many fascists that listen to celebrity podcasts, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we are good. I don't know that anyone we're... takes time away from uh, marginalizing their entire neighborhood to find out when, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman was born. <laughs> It's true. It's just a guess. I'm just guessing. It's a a good guess. I don't mean to pigeonhole anybody. No, Bill, listen. People born on this day, they're romantic, affectionate, and sensitive. Mm. And they tend to greet each other. They tend to greet each new day, however, ordinarily with breathless anticipation. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder Mm. if that's true for our first and most famous and most celebrated birthday celebrant there was never a time that meryl streep wasn't a celebrated actress she was the lead in her college plays she was the toast of the new york stage and then once she entered films she came to be known as the greatest actress of the modern age winner of three oscars and holding an impressive record of 21 nominations streep was born in summit new jersey on this day in 1949 bill i love reading things about her that she's done on sets or that Mm -hmm. like like it's she's fascinating. She's a fen- she's a phenomenal actor for sure. Yeah. But she must be one of the most interesting people too. Uh, yes, yeah, she probably is. She's a creature of the theater, so I find that when I read things about the way she behaves on film sets to sort of keep her energy going and all that stuff, I find it reminds me a lot of the things theater people do, particularly the fact that she likes to chat with the crew and sure. you know, like she. Uh, she likes to stay involved and she's also one of those actors who doesn't stay in character. She, she can just, you know, you, you hit a switch and it happens. Yeah. Um, and I feel like actors who've done a lot of uh, repertory theater, usually that's the case with them as well. Is there an Oscar she should have won that she did not get? Um, that is a very good question. I is this, is this question of Sophie's choice? No, I probably would have picked her for doubt over Kate Winslet that year, but I'm also really happy Kate Winslet has an Oscar. Okay. So, yeah. So I don't know that she was ever robbed and considering she has three of them, you know, she's okay. Yeah. Well, we go from someone as talented as Meryl Streep to the opposite end of the spectrum with Carson Daly. He is an American (laughs) television host, radio personality and producer and television personality. Prior to 2003, Daly was a VJ on MTV's Total Request Live. He turns 48 today. I think you might be a little too harsh on poor Carson. I mean, he's, I don't know, he's kind of cute. That's a talent. I, don't know. I guess. 
She's had parts in the films Firewall and Little Miss Sunshine, plus was a regular on 24 and The Office. These days you might see her doing a set on stage as a stand-up comedian. Marilyn Ricegub was born in Detroit on this day in 1971. I hope I said her name right. I hope you did too. In 1996, yeah. she appeared in the music video for the songs The Good Life by Weezer mm. and New Pollution by Beck. Oh, good for her. Yeah, good for her indeed. Some of you know Donald Faison best for his long-running stint on the hit comedy series Scrubs. Others, like myself, love him best as Murray in the teen classic Clueless. He was born in New York City on this day in 1974. He has an awesome podcast called Fake Doctors, Real Friends, which he does with his Scrubs co-star, Zach. Zach Ruff. Ra- yep. Yeah. yeah, and they share stories of and experiences of shooting the show while re-watching the series. How great is that? I know. Well, no one else is re-watching it. They might as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. I like him. I like Donald. Like, I, He seems like a fun guy. Yeah, great actor. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell calls himself a B-movie actor in his autobiography, Hail to the Chin. But his fans who love him in Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, and Baba Hotep think of him as an outright star. The actor was born in Birmingham, Michigan on this day in 1958. Since 2014, the Bruce Campbell Horror Film Festival, narrated and organized by Campbell, has been held in the Muvico Theater in Rosemont, Illinois. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Amy Brenneman had early roles in the films Heat and Fear before becoming famous for her Golden Globe-nominated performance on the series Judging Amy. Since then, she's appeared in the Jane Austen Book Club and on the latest season of Goliath. She was born in New London, Connecticut on this day in 1964. Is she the one with the curly, curly hair? Yep. And the very wide smile. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of someone else with a cool haircut, Elizabeth Ann Warren was born today. She's an American politician and lawyer, serving as the senior United States Senator from Massachusetts since 2013. She was formerly a law school professor specializing in bankruptcy law. Nevertheless, she persisted, is an expression adopted by the feminist movement, especially in the United States. It became popular in 2017 after the United States Senate voted to silence Senator Elizabeth Warren's objections to the confirmation of Senator Jeff Sessions as the U.S. Attorney General. Made this remark in defense of the silencing during his comments following the vote. Happy birthday, Elizabeth. Yeah, happy birthday. I really did want her to win. Although I also have to say, if she told that story one more time about her mom pulling out her one good dress to get a job at Sears, I was going to lose my mind. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Um, Douglas Smith had an early start in the HBO series Big Love before going on to the film Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters, and the shows Big Little Lies and The Alienist. He was born in Toronto on this day in 1985. Interesting fact, his birth year is not on his Wikipedia page. Oh. Maybe he wants us to think he was born in 1987. Maybe, but he was born in 85. Escaping Europe to get away from the Nazi threat, Billy Wilder came to Hollywood and began as screenwriter of Ball of Fire and Ninochka before becoming a director and winning Oscars for The Lost Weekend, Sunset Boulevard, and The Apartment. He was born on this day in Galicia, Austria-Hungary, now Poland, and died in 2002 at the age of 95. He died the same day as two other comedic legends, Milton Berle and Dudley Moore. The next day, yeah, the next day, the French newspaper Le Monde titled its front page obituary, Bill Wilder Dies, Nobody's Perfect, quoting the final gag line in Some Like It Hot. 
yeah he was he was big with the french the auteur theorists loved him yeah i love i loved some like it hot i love someone like it hot too but the apartment is the best okay 70s kids will remember Lindsay Wagner as the star of the hit series Bionic Woman, though they may have also seen her in The Paper Chase or Nighthawks. She was born in Los Angeles on this day in 1949. Bill, do you know what bionic powers she had? I know that she could run really fast. That's right. Yeah. And? That's all I remember. So the bionic surgery overseen by Dr. Rudy Wells replaced Summers, which was the character Lindsay Wagner played, replaced her arms and legs with similar superpowered bionic capabilities of rendering her superhuman. So she could she could jump, she could run, and her uh, arm was super strong, right? Yeah. Her right ear was replaced with a super sensitive listening device capable of selectively detecting a pin drop from miles away. Oh, wow. My friend Diane had us all over when they did the reboot of that show, uh, which lasted like three episodes because it was terrible. But when the there premiered, was a reboot? Yeah, uh, some years ago. Um, and when it premiered, uh, she had us all over to watch it because the original was her favorite show when she was a kid. And she still had her Bionic Woman board game from the 70s. Tell me you played it. I didn't. It would look so it looked like it would fall apart if we touched okay. it. So I didn't dare. Yeah. My friend worked with Lindsay Wagner on a show and he said she looked fantastic. She looked yeah. very young. She was, and she was lovely. Yeah. She's very beautiful. Yeah. Emmanuel Seigneur became a model as a teenager and then later broke into acting. Then with her marriage to Roman Polanski became famous through their many collaborations, including Bitter Moon and Venus in Fur. Most recently appearing in Julian Schnabel's At Eternity's Gate. She was born in Paris on this day in 1966. In 2006, she became the lead singer of the pop rock band Ultra Orange, and the group's name was changed to Ultra Orange and Emmanuel. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, because <laughs> no one's heard of this band, Bill. Right. Um, <laughs> her sister's an actress as well, although Emmanuel is definitely the better of the two. And um, she was in the news last year or the year before because... Um, a couple of years ago, the Academy expelled Roman Polanski from their membership because they felt that, you know, his past did not jive with their sort of desire to get right with the future. Um, right. And then a few months later, sent her an invitation to join the Academy. And she's like, no, that's you just expelled my husband. Like, do you guys not know who I'm married to? And they probably <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I bet. Faux pas. I thought this next celebrant was Canadian for the longest time, Bill. Because he's ugly? No, because he's talented. I don't know. I just always thought he was for some reason. No, no, no. He's like salt of the earth American. Chris Christopherson was sweeping floors in Nashville music studios when he was discovered by Johnny Cash, who recorded one of his songs and gave him his start in the music business. The me and Bobby McGee singer later transitioned to a successful acting career, which included a Golden Globe for A Star is Born, and almost lost his career to drinking before giving up alcohol permanently in 1976. He was nominated for an Oscar for the music of the 1984 film Songwriter, and was born in Brownsville, Texas on this day in 1936. He joined the U.S. Army and was commissioned as a second lieutenant and attained the rank of captain. He later became a helicopter pilot after receiving flight training at Fort Rucker in Alabama. Mm. Oh, that explains why he drank. Isn't, <laughs> um, isn't Brownsville where Delta Dawn is from in that song? And everyone in Brownsville thinks she's crazy. Isn't that it? I think so. Mm. 
Graham Greene was nominated for an Oscar for his performance in Dances with Wolves, and it led to an incredible career in the years since, on stage including his performance as Shylock, on television in Goliath, and on film in The Green Mile and Transamerica. He received an honorary Doctor of Law degree from Wilfrid Laurier University in 2008, and was born on the Six Nations Reserve in Ontario on this day in 1952. In 2015, he was named a member of the Order of Canada. Fantastic actor. I love him. He's splendid, man. Yeah, so good. Tracy Pollan had a recurring guest role on Family Ties that led to her marrying its star, Michael J. Fox. Since then, she's appeared on a number of shows, including Medium and Law & Order SVU. She was born in Long Island on this day in 1960, and they're still married. And, yeah, they are. In October 2014, Pollan, along with her two sisters and mother, co-authored The Pollan Family Table, a cookbook of family recipes, kitchen tips, and cooking techniques. Alicia Gorenson inspired one of the most famous cast changes in television history when she left Roseanne after five seasons of playing eldest sister Becky in order to attend Vassar as an English major. She's since returned to the role as well as appearing in the films How to Make an American Quilt and Boys Don't Cry, and was born in Evanston, Illinois on this day in 1974. I kind of liked her replacement more than her. On really? Roseanne. Yeah, I kind of did. Her replacement started around the time that I wasn't watching the show as much, so I don't know her as well. But now that I'm okay. rewatching the whole thing, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I think when I'm done. Sarah Chalk, I think is her name, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John Herbert Dillinger was an American gangster active during the Great Depression. He operated with a group of men known as the Dillinger Gang and the Terror Gang, which was accused of robbing 24 banks and four police stations, among other crimes. Dillinger escaped from jail twice, and he was born on this day in 1903. Mm -hmm. Yui Bull is a modern-day Ed Wood, who is most famous for outrageous movies like In the Name of the King, which bring him ridicule, and he's proud of it. He was born in... Hmm, Vermelskirchen, Germany, on this day in 1965. Bull decided to branch out from filmmaking in 2016 to work in the restaurant industry, having oh opened his first Bauhaus restaurant in Vancouver. Yeah, that's how you know you're bad at show business, when you follow it with waitering instead of proceeding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's his restaurant, so... Same story, Marco. Okay. The next Every celebrant is one of my favorites, Bill. The next celebrant, actually, I used to dream about dyeing my hair red when I was six years old, and I would I would wish that she would come to my school and pick me as her favorite. Ever since she told us that girls just want to have fun, Cyndi Lauper has been one of the most popular and beloved pop stars of the music video age, and you'd still be hard-pressed to find a better voice in the business. She was born in Queens on this day in 1953. Marco, have you ever seen her live? Uh, I have actually. Yeah. yeah She's fantastic. Yeah. Her voice her is still at, incredible. It's still incredible. I saw her at Massey Hall a few years ago and she came out into the audience and got up on a chair and it was the chair right in front of me. No. What'd you do? I lost my mind. I snuck a photograph. Sorry, Cindy. I know you said you were, didn't want to allow photographs, but I snuck one. And then I think I helped her down or something. I don't know. It was my, the six-year-old inside of me who used to wish that she would come to my school was a very happy kid that day. Is she dearer than ever? Yeah. No, uh, she's small. I, okay. She's as small as I expected her to be. She wasn't shockingly uh, one way or the other. She's almost an EGOT winner, too. She has won yes. awards at the Grammys, Emmys, and Tony. She's just missing yeah. the Oscar. Yeah, she needs to write a song for a movie. Did did uh, Kinky Boots, um, was it ever uh, nominated for an Oscar for music? 
Well, the movie is not a musical. The stage musical oh. is based on the film. That's right. That's right. It's not yeah. the other way around. So yeah. if they do do the musical version, maybe she will be up for an Oscar. If she writes a new song for it. Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah. Here's hoping. The most popular filmmaker to ever come out of Iran, Abbas Karostami, was a film festival favorite with his acclaimed films The Wind Will Carry Us and The Taste of Cherry, for which he won the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival. He was born in Tehran on this day in 1940 and died in 2016 at the age of 76. Dan Brown is an American author best known for his thriller novels, including the Robert Langdon novels Angels and Demon, The Da Vinci Code, and The Lost Symbol. His novels are treasure hunts that usually take place over a period of 24 hours. I'm sure Tom Hanks is glad that Dan Brown was born on this day in 1964. Yeah. Certainly brought him a lot of cash. Yeah, it certainly has. Did you ever hear the story of how they were filming one of those Da Vinci Code series and they needed to film in this church in Italy? And uh, there was a wedding taking place, but they needed to get this one shot. And so they asked the bride and the groom if they could shoot it before their marriage took place. And they said, sure. And then Tom Hanks walked the bride down uh, the oh, aisle. Wow. Yeah, it's a What really happened cool to her dad? Story. Did he kick him out of the way? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe he wasn't around. Maybe he passed away. But I hope so. hey, regardless, I, was, I don't know if you hope that the man passed away, but I, I no, maybe but I'm getting I hope the story. He wasn't like uh, looking forward to the one day that he would give his daughter away, and then Tom Hanks shows up. Sure, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, unless he was tired and didn't want to do it, it could happen. Maybe Tom walked him ha walked her halfway down, and the dad picked it up maybe, on the other maybe. half. Who knows? Yeah. Character actor Michael Lerner has had a number of memorable roles, including in the films Elf and Art School Confidential. He was nominated for an Oscar for his performance in the Coen Brothers' Barton Fink. He was born in Brooklyn on this day in 1941. He's that big guy with the voice that you yeah. recognize, but not his name so much? Yep, that's right. Yeah. Prunella Scales entered the Comedy Hall of Fame with her performance as Sybil on the popular British series Faulty Towers, as well as starring on the cult favorite Map and Lucia and appearing in the film Howard's End, which co-starred her son Samuel West, whose birthday it was the other day, and you were just saying that you didn't know anything that he was in, Marco. That's right. She was born in Surrey, England on this day in 1932. She was appointed Commander of the Order of the British Empire, and she has the coolest first name on our list today. She does, yeah. And I think the show is Map and Lucia. I've seen every episode, and I can't remember what the actual proper pronunciation is. It's a good show? Yeah, it's very funny. Okay. There's been a remake of it since, too, and I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's, uh, it's all right, too. She was a single mom who got a job in a law firm and ended up stumbling on a health scandal that led to a multi-million dollar lawsuit, which then became an Oscar-winning film starring Julia Roberts. Aaron Brockovich Ellis is still fighting the good fight and was born in Lawrence, Kansas on this day in 1960. She wrote a book titled Take It From Me, Life's a Struggle, But You Can Win in 2001. I actually saw a documentary about uh, the Earth's water resources at TIFF because I'm all about having a good time. And uh, she's in the film and she showed up to do a Q&A after. And I was very disappointed that she was oh, wearing really? a sweater and flats. I was like, where's the butcher bra? Where's the boots? Right. Jeez. You wanted her to be all sexy and, and yeah. high heel. Well, listen, let's not get offensive. I don't mean that I wanted her to be sexy. I just wanted her to be Aaron Brockovich. Okay. You know? I wanted you wanted her to be Julia Roberts' version That's of right. Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Yeah, okay. But she doesn't dress like that anymore. She's legit. But it was lovely. She was great. She gave a great, uh, great Q&A. Amazing. 
Eve Mavrakis began as an assistant on the film Dangerous Liaisons before becoming a production designer in her own right with the films Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Imagine Me and You. She was also married until recently to Ewan McGregor, with whom she has four children. She was born in Dordogne, France, on this day in 1966. What great films she worked on, man. Mm, Yeah. Well, Bill, that brings us to the end of today's episode of Born on This Day podcast ending June 22nd. I hope you have a great day today. You as well, Marco. I hope you do too.